This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. A, 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 a Giants podcast for Giants fans. By Giants fans. It's Sean Morash. Down, down, down the sideline. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Giants! From the offseason to the wins and the losses, it's time to take one, one, one giant, giant step. With your host, Sean Morash. Ho, 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 ho. Ho, 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 ho. Merry one giant stepness. Welcome in to a week 16 preview version. Sean Morash along with Bryce Gelman here. Free on the Odyssey app. Everywhere podcasts are available. Ho, 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 ho. I'm doing my best, uh, Santa Claus here, Shawnee Claus here. Uh, Giants Eagles Christmas Day, the game that we all circled back in April when the schedule came out and had a couple reactions. Number one, are we freaking kidding me putting the Giants on Christmas Day? Number two, are we freaking kidding me putting the Giants versus the Eagles on Christmas Day? Number three, are you freaking kidding me? The Giants have to play the Eagles two of their final three games. And number four, are you freaking kidding me? Maybe the Giants will be playing for the division that day. Number four is out. Here we are, Giants-Eagles, Christmas Day, 4.30 Eastern on Fox. Uh, and look, it's not what we wanted. It's not uh, what maybe the NFL wanted, especially after the Giants lost to the Saints. It would have had juice had they beaten them. But it's here nonetheless. Uh, and a game that, look, you know, I'll get into this in a second. However, you have to find out the watches. You know, the younger folk won't have as hard a problem as maybe some of the older people, kids. But uh, put the foot down. You're wearing the old pants, as they say, and that's the end of it. And I will hide behind the this is my job and I have to wa- work flag. And all of you need to find a flag, too, to hide under. Bryce, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I mean, last week was just so dejecting. Yeah. I think after, after what we went through the last three weeks before that, the wins and, the, you know, the false hope, as we now know it was, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I mean, other than the fact that my, my, my center just went down for the year, and my, my basketball team had to apply for a disabled yeah. uh, a veteran Mitch, exception. Mitchell Robertson toast. That's like the worst piece of sports news I've gotten in 
years. I, I gotta say, like, he years. Is, think about it. Think about it. he's the most impactful player for the next. Like, if, you, if you take anyone out, like him, him not being in the starting and line, you have no depth. So much. I mean, Hartenstein. Thank the Lord that we have Isaiah Hartenstein. Without him, we'd have to go out, use up a lot of assets, use up all these draft picks that we've stockpiled to get an actual center. But we have Hardenstein. But Taj Gibson literally can't run up and down the floor for more than 13 minutes without asking to come out. Bryce, so we're kind of screwed. Can I tell you Sorry. something? You weren't making an NBA Finals with or without Mitchell Harrison. Your team, we just beat your team by 19. So great. I thought I thought Nick fans didn't care. And see, and by the way, that last minute of Bryce and I, that's your fault, New York Giants. That's your fault. Because we should yeah. be able to put a Mitchell Robinson injury on the back burner and not have to trash talk Knicks Nets like it's life or death. That's that's on you that the season now is effectively over. And I don't want to hear uh, if they win out, they still are alive. Sure, they are. They're still alive for the number two pick as well. Um, I want to start with this. Before we get into Tommy DeVito and last week and everything, just overarching an Eagle thought. Because the Eagles lose on Monday night. Julian Love suddenly decides he's awesome versus Philly. Leonard Williams decides he's awesome versus Philly. And I happen to like both of those guys as Giants, but, you know, we never got those premier performances versus the Eagles. The Giants seemingly, what have they won? Like three of their last 13 versus the, whatever the stat ended up being. I, I had it early this morning and I've lost it. Um, three straight losses for Philly. And I think some might look at that and go, oh boy. Well, now the Giants are ripe to get their ass kicked because Philly has to get right. And I totally understand that. And probably common sense me would lean that way. And by the way, I could totally see it happening. Here's the truth, though. Whatever has happened this year, and it all went wrong after that first drive in the block field goal versus Dallas in week one. We entered a season off of a playoff year where the Giants got blown out by Philly basically three times. I mean, I know nobody played that second game, but then they had the playoff game. And the thought process was, whatever happens, maybe the Giants only win nine games again, something like that, start to close the gap between Philly and Dallas. And they couldn't do it versus Dallas. In fact, they went backwards and they got blown out twice. And yes, injuries are very much a part of the game. Philly dealing with some of them now. You know, I don't know what week 18 is going to look like in terms of who the Eagles are playing, what they're playing for, and having that shot to kind of prove yourself. This is a national television game. Granted, I get it. It's with your third string quarterback, but we all like DeVito. Um, granted, I know Dexter Lawrence is still banged up and all of that. And I probably, to a man, if you look at where they're drafting right now, number six overall, you figure if they lose that, maybe that gets them back into the four spot, something like that. Yeah, we could go back into the tank talk and what's best for the team and all of that. However, if you're Brian Dable, and I, you know, I'm a Giant fan watching the Dable Giants, I've seen enough bad teams or bad teams compete hard with the Eagles and a couple of them now beat them such as the Seahawks last week or come close such as the commanders have done twice and seemingly do the Giants got to stop getting their ass kicked by the Eagles and the time is now to prove that Bryce no better time than now by the way if you're really not playing for much at five and eight there should be no uh fourth and one I'm, I'm gonna punt here this is the time to empty the toy chest it's Christmas day have some fun the giant the one thing left the Giants can do heading into next year is feel like they've lifted some sort of aura and presence that they can't hang with the Philadelphia Eagles off of their back. And that is the thing for me. The time is now, Bryce, to accomplish that. Yeah, you go out there, you bust your asses, 
and you make this game as close as possible while also losing because you don't want to win this game. You don't want to win right. the next three games. And by but, the way, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. You score, yeah, you know, yeah. three, you four touchdowns, fight. and you and you you cover the spread. Not that they care about covering the spread, but yeah, your yeah. moral victory. Feel good about yourself. Good teams win. Great teams cover. Right. Right. So hey, no, I mean, but all seriousness, put up a fight on national television with everyone sitting at home on Christmas Day with their families. They want to see the giant. Well, here's the thing. I think the Eagles are really getting on people's nerves. I think people are finally realizing, I mean, maybe they saw this last year in the, the game against the Giants, that Nick Sirianni is a piece of garbage. He is not only a terrible human being, but I don't think he's that good of a coach. And I want him to be absolutely embarrassed on Christmas Day by the Giants, but the Giants still need to lose that game. And Brian Dable, continue to coach to win and continue to give your players some hope going down the stretch, but don't win this game. Because if you win this game, it sets your franchise back because you, you didn't you didn't give yourself any maneuverability right now because you won the last three games before the Saints game. So now you got to lose against the Eagles. You got to lose against the Rams and then the Eagles again to put yourself in the best possible position because we all know going forward, the Giants need the best possible draft pick because of yeah. the holes in the roster. So go out, put up a fight. And, and come close to beating the Eagles. Listen, if they beat the Eagles, I don't think any Giant fan is going to be that upset about it. Well, like, think- right, Bryce, let me just interrupt you. I, yeah. I agree with that. I am way more disappointed in hindsight the way the season's gone that they ended up beating the New England Patriots because that was like the team right there they were jockeying for. To me, yeah. and I'm with you, like preference, lose the next three games, whatever. How I do think that this is a unique spot, though, where I – will not be devastated if they beat the Eagles. I will look at that. Like, this is the one game outside of if you would have beaten Dallas a few weeks ago that you could sell me that plays towards next year in the Brian Dable Giants, where you have something there where next year you go in versus those Eagle games if you make the team better. Hey, look, we can hang with these guys. If you continue another year in a row of just getting dominated on both sides and you're uncompetitive versus them, you know, that's a problem. So, like, yes, I'm with you. Uh, I kind of think they're in a spot now where DeVito's not the guy, Daniel Jones is the guy. Maybe they roll with those guys and they want to get a quarterback. I think that Shane will probably trade up like the Buffalo Bills did for Josh Allen. So if that's seven spot, the five spot, if that's the difference here, I'm a little less worried now than I was for the New England game. But yes, I still would prefer a, you know, a 34-31 loss and you kind of look back and go, we can, we can beat these guys next Absolutely. Week. Absolutely. Especially when this Eagles team is currently reeling. Well, they're on this three-game yeah. losing streak. They've looked terrible on primetime the last two or three weeks. They are a beatable team. We talked about it last week. Of course, it was before the Giants got absolutely pummeled by the Saints. But this isn't an unbeatable Eagles team like they were last year. They are now in a position where they need to win because they're trying to get that number one seed. It's not looking good. But they are going to be, you know, uh, listen, every every team in every game is going to be trying as hard as possible to win. But this is a must-win game for the Eagles. And they're still beatable. So this is, could be a win-win for the Giants. You beat them. You ruin their you, you, you ruin their, their home field advantage hopes in the playoffs. And then you give fans and yourselves a reason to look to next year because you could actually be the yeah. team that has destroyed you in, in, in recent years. A win-win. Yeah, and, and on that, you know, we have to pivot here to the quarterback position and, and Tommy DeVito. Uh, forget the off the field stuff, by the way. Welcome to my agency. Max uh, taking oh, care of nice. yeah, that. Tommy and the family. <laughs> uh, look, Terod Taylor came out at the end of that first half after DeVito was banged up. 
he got the Giants into a field goal spot, which, by the way, very debatable what Brian Dable was doing playing for a 40-yarder with Jamie Gillen kicking. Uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, he did drill it. I think that you need to ride this thing out the last three weeks. You know, last week is w- one of those games, and I know the Daniel Jones haters hold your ears, where, again, I'm like, oh, I feel exactly like I feel with so many Daniel Jones games where the team maybe got blown out, didn't score nearly enough points, but my eyes told me a different story than the stat sheet told me. What my eyes told me was, I can't pin that on Tommy DeVito. And how many times have we said that about Daniel Jones? And it got to the point where we've said it so many times, people got tired of saying it, that we started blaming Daniel Jones. And look, Daniel Jones eventually, in my opinion, took enough of a beating that I could pinpoint things. But that was a classic, I'm not going to blame Daniel Jones game out of Tommy DeVito. It really was because... Look, you know, he takes the team up and down the field. The sacks that he was taking, and this is like so many Twitter nerds, and some of them do a good job. Some of them think they know what they're talking about, and they really don't. Get the all 22 film, and they, and I've only learned this getting to work with Tiki in the past, Bart Scott. Like, man, you see what Twitter clips get clipped up of all 22 from like people who think they know what they're watching compared to like football players in the film room, and it's like they're watching two different games. The difference in like a quarterback running into his own sacks. And an offensive line being bad, like there is a big difference. DeVito was running into a lot of his own sacks in his first couple starts. This was another game like so many of the Jones games where, I mean, man, two steps, you're dropped. Bam, you're getting crushed. Justin Pugh was like a turnstile. It was that. It was, I mean, how many penalties did they take on either first or second down that just took them off schedule, as the experts like to say? And they weren't necessarily on DeVito. They were holding penalties, full starts by the O-line. Stuff, by the way, that I was worried about last week with the sound in New Orleans that just put him in a spot where it was going to be unmanageable. And, oh, by the way, no running lanes whatsoever for Saquon. Great job of the Saint defense. When I add all of those things up, you know, Tommy DeVito, as much as we love the story, is still a undrafted rookie quarterback that is learning so many of these things that needs a lot of the things to go well. It's going to be hard for him to overcome certain moments like this. I really thought there were parts of this game where I'm looking around. I'm like, we're not getting bad quarterback play. The quarterback's got no chance to succeed today. It's the same old story. <clears throat> it, it, you you kind of hit the nail on the head right here because when I was watching this game, I was like, all right, I'm looking for any excuse to call out Tommy DeVito and say, okay, it's time to tank because the Giants were down. But in in reality, what do you expect him to do? As you said, he's an undrafted quarterback, a guy who was the third stringer. No one expected him to get any time this, this entire year. He's played out of his mind. And then, as I said last week, he was going to face his toughest test, and the Saints showed up. And the Giants offensive line, I think... Andrew Thomas is the only one ranked on PFF above 60. I think he was like 64, but I think Q was like a, like a 40. The rest of the line was bottom five in the league. So this is just back to square one. The Giants offensive line continuing to sell the quarterback, continuing to sell Saquon Barkley. This is just what happens to the Giants. And it's even more of an indication that the Giants need to improve, that there's still a bunch of, a bunch of areas, not, you know, not, not just limited to the offensive line, that they need to get better at. But it obviously is a huge problem. You can't be starting Justin Pugh at any point in any game next year. Like, that's no, like, you, if you if you roll out Justin Pugh next year, you know exactly how the season's going to go. You- okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, exactly how it's going to well, go. Well, I would just say this. Do I prefer an upgrade? Yeah. I, that was Pew's worst game. Pew has still done a pretty good leadership, admirable job. Absolutely. Maybe bring him back as the sixth offensive lineman. I'm not as anti-Pew overall. He had a bad game. He had a horrible game. Uh, Pew is still... Well, I'm, not, I'm not necessarily right talking there. about, like, you know, like, having him on the roster next year as a leadership, right. as a leader role. Oh, like, no, need, look, look, they should still look Haslam, Like, you right. need, like, like you got to pay the guy just, Which, to, you know, if you want the leadership. Them. This goes back to the beginning of the season. I, I didn't plan on talking about this, but it really pisses me off still to this point. You invested in your first draft, if you're Joe Shane, a top 100 pick on Josh Azudu as an interior guard out of North Carolina, okay? The idea being you're going to develop him. He was pretty good, you know, in his rookie year when he played as far as being like a run-blocking guard and he needed to work on pass protection. The fact that the Giants left themselves so thin and didn't have a swing tackle, releasing Tyree Phillips, who has since come back from Philly and done a pretty damn good job playing for Evan Neal at right tackle, that Andrew Thomas going down, and this is what I'm talking about, when Giant fans don't understand how significant this was. Oh, every team deals with injuries. Yeah, every team deals with injuries and finds a way to patch together depth. The Giants had zero depth at the beginning of the year behind their best player on their team, Andrew Thomas. It wasn't just, all right, your best player's out, find a way to... No, your best player's out, and you had literally nothing. That they took this project guard and had to make him play left tackle. And then he ends up getting hurt as a result a few weeks later, on top of his confidence getting shaken. He was basically crying after he got Daniel Jones hurt versus the Miami Dolphins. And here we are at the end of the year. And Justin Pugh, you want to talk about upgrading the position. This is the exact spot. If the Giants had a tackle early in the year, and they could have brought brought a Zudu earlier, like we could be at week 15 going, the Giants really have something on the interior here with a guy they used the top 100 pick on, and that we still could have no freaking clue, and they might have ruined the guy's career, and we're starting just the pew. Just think about that chain of events, because nobody's talking about it, because nobody cares at this point. The Giants totally might have screwed up a very crucial third-round pick uh, because they failed in other places, and now as a result, that where that guy could be needed now, you're playing Justin Pugh up the street and having that kind of situation happen. And now you have to do some patchwork going, yeah. going forward in this next it's draft. All, everything's a domino, man, when you put together yeah. a roster. And, and you can't be wasting assets. And they might – they might. we all talk about how a quarterback can get screwed up. They might have screwed up a, a guard by putting him somewhere he had no business being and good for him and trying to step up. The whole thing is just an absolute disastrous mess. But bottom line is this. I didn't see enough from Tommy DeVito that makes me want to end this, even if we want to call it a charade, but like, you know, worst case, he's a backup quarterback. Again, we keep saying that. Like, to me, I think he's proven enough that worst case he could be that. He should play these next three weeks. I'm sorry, Terod Taylor. I respect you. I feel bad that you got hurt. 
you're probably not on this team next year, especially with the way DeVito's already proven exactly. himself. Exactly. I need to see DeVito. You can't just keep playing DeVito off the good times. Let him rebound off the bad times. And I'm anxious to see. Look, if he gets to the point Monday where he's completely unplayable and you're, you know, you can't complete a pass and it, it really is his fault and you want to sit him down for try. Fine. Whatever. I don't, he's not a type of rookie where you sit him down. And you can't bring him back again either. You know, where you do that with a first round pick. Um, fine. But to me, Tommy Cutlet's got to stick with. The only right. instance, what? So much, let, me, let me say this. The only instance you would play, you would play Tyrod Taylor is because you, you are really trying to win. And I don't, I, I, I well, well not, not, to, not to say that Tommy, that Tommy DeVito has been better and hasn't played extremely well over the past five weeks, but there's a reason why they decided to say that they wanted to stick with Tommy the rest of the year, even if Tyrod came back and Dang. then he came back and then they stuck with him because one, as you said, Tyrod's not going to be on the team next year, and you want to develop a guy who could potentially be your backup quarterback. And two, they're really not trying to win. Like well, if you they, if you really were trying to win, you'd go with the guy who's been a veteran in, in the NFL. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, I, 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 well, I, I would argue this. I think that if you looked at enough of the tape, like there's not that crazy a drop-off between yeah, two. Even no, if Terod yeah. Taylor's better, it's not like you're like, oh my God, this guy's unbelievably better compared to what he's given. Also, the business side of this, let's be real. You have two home games left for a dead team. He ain't showing up to watch Terod yeah. Taylor in the opposite. Tommy DeVito's yeah. like the one thing where the crowd still would get juiced up for, you know, the tailgate, the whole, the scoongeal, the whole thing. All right. Um, with that, let's pivot. It's fantasy versus reality, a little Christmas edition, uh, and a game pick. I'll start. I like starting. I feel like I'm a good leadoff hitter. I feel like you're a good closer, Bryce. That's the way it goes. Uh, a fantasy play in this game. I think you're going to get a rebound effort from Saquon Barkley. I do. He was completely swallowed up. Um, Philadelphia's defensive line right now has been iffy, even though they were great earlier in the year. I just, I got a feeling Saquon is going to give you a good Christmas show. I really do. I think, I think he's going to get in the end zone. Maybe he gets 80 yards. It's hard for me to trust that they're going to sling it all over the park for 250 and pinpoint the exact receiver that will, because it feels like that changes game to game with the DeVito offense. So Saquon's kind of a, eh, okay, toss up pick, whatever. Uh, the reality of this game, how do the Giants win this game? Well, number one, the reason the Giants get dominated by the Eagles is because they get dominated in the line of scrimmage. And right now the Eagle defensive line is at least showing a little burst of like, they're not necessarily getting the quarterback, all of that. They got a man up in the trenches here and the Giants on the defensive front, Kayvon and Ojolari were dead quiet versus the saints. Yeah. They got to go make Jalen Hurts's life a living nightmare. The Eagles are going to get theirs. They do. It's not like when they lose games, they're getting shut out. But you cannot get dominated in the trenches. Like, it's simple football there, and I don't care how lame that is, but it's the truth because that's the reason the Giants get dominated by the Eagles is they're uncompetitive in the trenches versus them. That can't be the case in this game. What I think will happen, I think the Giants will lose to the Philadelphia Eagles because I've been trained to do this. I want them to play competitive. Uh, I think that they will on the ground, and Saquon will have his moments. Uh, but ultimately, I still think that this ends up being a two-score game. What I want and what I think are two different things. 
I think the Eagles find their stride a little bit. Still have some moments where they're clunky. The spread is 10 and a half. I think they're close. I think the Eagles are going to win the game 27 to 16. Bryce, take it away. Uh, I don't want to be boring here, but I I was going to go with Saquon anyway, and you kind of took the words right out of my mouth. I think that this is kind of brewing to be the perfect storm right now for, for Saquon because the Eagles' D, especially their D-line, is showing a bunch of cracks. Kenneth Walker ran 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 all over them last week, and I think Saquon will do much of the same. I think that Saquon needs to get right game, a bounce-back game especially after what he did. I mean, it wasn't his fault that he had no room to run against the Saints, but I think that this is going to be a game in which he gets his and he gets right and he gets back to what we all expect of Saquon Barkley, and I hope so because I have him in fantasy and in the playoffs, so I, I need Saquon to perform. So I'm going to go with Saquon for my fantasy play. And I think the reality of this game is that, yes, the Eagles are reeling. Yes, the Eagles are you know going to be – obviously, this is a must-win game for them, but I do think that the Giants – put up a fight, but I do think at the end of the game, they get absolutely blown out. I think that if you want any chance of winning this game, you're going to have to get to the quarterback. You're going to have to make Jalen Hurts. I mean, he's banged up, whatever. He's sick. I don't know. There, there are a lot of excuses coming out from, from Sirianni, coming from, from Hurts. And I'm not going to say he wasn't sick last week, but he's not the same player he was at the start of the year. He has not been as good with, with his arm. He's been doing, I mean, you got to think like 90% of his damage with his legs. There's really no passing game. You got to get to the quarterback. Don't give him you know, lanes to run, put a spy on him the entire game. I don't really care. Let AJ Brown, let Devontae Smith beat you down the field. Okay, fine. But don't let Jalen Hurts run all over you. And don't let Boston Scott into the game and do not let him score because I'm tired of Boston Scott absolutely destroying the Giants. And that's that's the reality. But I think the game pick for me, I, I, I'm going to echo your sentiment. I think the Giants lose this game, but I don't think it's by a crazy amount. I think they they lose. I'm going to say 34, 19. I think they 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 okay. hang. They put up they put up 19. Uh, Eagles cover we're close. Yeah, we're close. it's it's close. I mean, last week you were you were way off, and I was I was. I, no, well, here's the thing. I thought last week they'd win big, and this week would be like, a, oh my god, they lose by 30. But things have changed. They looked bad, but now the Eagles. I didn't think the Eagles would look that bad on Monday night. Yeah, exactly. But it, I don't want to be that far off. Uh, but yeah, the Eagles won this game. I don't see foresee uh, any circumstance where the Giants pull this one out. I wish I was saying something different, but that's just how I feel. All right. And with that, Bryce, I want to wish you a Merry Christmas, buddy, even though you're Jewish. Okay. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you and, and to James, our producer as well. And all of you guys out there. <laughs> You're the best kid. James, Merry Christmas to you as well. Merry Christmas to all our listeners. Uh, we will be back. I will be back actually on the fan Tuesday recapping the game. I'll drop a, a reaction pod before that as well. As well. I don't know. I'm over this. It's the holidays. I got two kids. I'm spent. You guys can relate. Break out the seven fishes. Break out the alcohol and watch the Eagles win. But let's go, Giants. All right. Thank you to everybody for taking one giant step with us.